Hey y'all, if you're interested in starting a podcast, listen up. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere. That's what me and Jojo use. And it's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating it today. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's free. It's free 99. So go ahead and get started. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Tyra. Ooh. What's poppin'? What's good, y'all? I hope you guys had a good Halloween weekend. The weather was really interesting on the East Coast because it was just very hot. Yeah, we're always a little weather confused, so Mm -hmm. regular degular shit. Right. All right, so before we get into any updates that we might have, we're going to open up with a quickie. All right. Pick a card, any card. I'm going to pick a random one. <laughs> Am I asking you or should I This is a answer? This is both of us. It's not All right. one. How did you feel performing Cunnilingus for the first time? Wow. Um, <laughs> they make it sound so like um professional. Yeah. Um, how did I feel performing Cunnilingus? Um, nervous and confident at the same time. Mm. I think I was a little worried of whether or not I was doing it right, but at that point, I was just like, mm. "How old were you?" Eighteen. Mm, wow, How young. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I forgot. How old are you? An old are lady. <laughs> I think I was like 23, maybe. Fairly recent. Yeah. So for people who are like, like we get some messages of people stressed out because they haven't had enough like partners or sexual partners in the lesbian community, but it's like you got nothing to worry about, really. Really. Honestly, it don't even matter if you've like done it before because I feel like as we said before, people are different. Mm-hmm. So either way, like more partners or you know, not enough partners, everyone's different in how they like it. So either way you're gonna have to learn a new technique. Right. Um, but the first time I felt I don't think I was nervous because I was drinking. Liquid courage. Yeah. So it was definitely a lot of drinks. Um, and I think the person that I was with just made things like like comfortable. And we were already friends. So I feel like it wasn't awkward. Friends? Yeah. We were friends. <laughs> you didn't know friends. that? You didn't know that? I don't know. You, you're missed. I don't fuck with friends. I don't, I don't, but it was, it was like a weird situation. It was the first person I was with really, but they weren't like my friend where it's like, it was like a coworker, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like there's a difference between friends and coworkers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you were just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, is that when you feel like you're, you're the most confident when I'm drunk? drunk? 
I think everyone feels more confident when they're But, drunk. like, how many times after that were you, like, mm. like, were you sober the next time or were, was it still based off, like, liquid courage? No, I think I was sober the, the following time, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, now how do you feel about your cunnilingus skills? I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> what? I love the confidence. Mm-hmm. It's very much needed. Mm-hmm. All right, so you got any updates? I don't have any updates. Nah, not really. All right, cool, cool, cool. So for those of you who have been paying attention to us on Instagram, thank you, love you. Um, We put up a post talking about, well, we actually seen this trend. Um, I don't even know that it's a trend, but it was something that got put out listing date ideas that apparently a group of women do not want any part of um yeah i don't where, where'd you see it it was um going around on twitter i don't be on twitter but then like it went to tiktok and a couple of people were talking about it it was like on the breakfast club it was on like a couple That's podcasts so it was on a lot of places and pretty much um this is what the tweet says it says, here's a list of places women absolutely refuse to go on a first date to. And t- and thank you to the ladies who reached out to me to help me on this list. So some girl created this, this <laughs> list of 28 places. Lord. So should I list them? Yeah, you, yeah. Number one, Cheesecake Factory. Two, Applebee's. Three, Chili's. Chipotle, Olive Garden, The Movies, Your House, Any Fast Food Chain, Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop, Red Lobster, A Buffet, IHOP, Denny's, The Gym, Church, Starbucks, Coffee Dates, Ice Cream Dates, Family Functions, Movie Night, Somewhere That Requires a Long Drive, Bowling, Nightclubs, Hookah Bar, A Bar for Just Drinks, Waffle House, Sport sport Events. That's literally about every damn thing that's around you. Every place. So it's like, here, here's what is funny to me because somebody was like, oh, as you know, don't take me to your house. So it's like, if you don't want our first date to be at my crib, where the fuck are you trying to go? Yeah. Let me read some of the responses. So somebody was like, most of my dates have been to these places. No wonder why I'm still single. <laughs> no respect. Um, I'll go anywhere that's not their house. Yes. Coffee dates and bar, just to name a few. Uh, so basically, I asked you guys if you will go on these dates. Um, somebody said, if you can't handle me at my Waffle House, then you don't deserve me at my steakhouse. Period. And that's on period. I love that response. <laughs> um, ain't nothing wrong with coffee dates or the Cheesecake Factory. Chipotle is allowed, but I will 100% judge you on your order. A bar for drinks is fine with me. Shit. Why would someone take you to church? Um, me and my wife go to Chili's every two weeks. The list is ridiculous with the exception of maybe five of these. They are acceptable. A sport event sounds lit. Want to take me to a WNBA game to find my wife? Same. Well, not to find my wife. I just want to go to a WNBA (laughs) game. (laughs) So I feel like it's funny because I have conflicted opinions about this. Because I've been on a few bad dates and it was like in some of these restaurants. Mm. And I talked about it on Patreon, but I went on a first date to Applebee's and it was just like terrible. Like, mind you, like I like Applebee's and I always fuck with Applebee's. Like there was so many around where we lived. So it was like the, sp- the, the spot that you would go to like 
um, on the weekends or like by the like after the movies because it was right by a movie theater. Um, and I love their two for twenty. Like I always had like my little salad that I would get from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever, like when I, <laughs> I must just say it here. I was, I think it was not the place, it was the person. Mm-hmm. Because I was annoyed from the moment that I picked him up. I picked him up, okay? <laughs> He's talking about he don't he didn't have a car, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, well, no worries, I could drive. Mind you, I was already driving like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going out of my way. And then he gets in the car and he's like high and drunk. I could smell that he's like been smoking. And that's a turnoff to me that you stink. And then he had told me that he was drinking beer. So he wasn't drunk. He was just like tipsy. And he was just like awkward. And I'm like, we've been sexting for so long. Like you should be. And we we went to school together. So I'm giving a lot of information, but I don't care. Um, the date was honestly so tragic. We went half. I didn't care because I'm like, I don't want, I want you to realize that this is not a date. I'm going half on it because we're just friends. And I cut him off that same night. I said, yeah, this, this isn't going to work for me. And I don't I don't feel bad. It was just like he was so high that he couldn't have a conversation. I'm like, we should have gone to the movies then because you. I don't know if, it, if, you're, if it's the high or you're ner- nervous. But it's like it was just a terrible date. And I think what made it worse is that after I cut him off, he um, tweeted about me. I don't know what the fuck he said, but he was just baffled that I cut him off. Whatever. Can't but, be shocked when you fumbled the ball, my guy. Right. And I feel like I love the Chisei Factory, so I don't know why that was, like, number one. But I think it's because there was another video where this girl, she went on a first date. She was already an hour late, and the guy was waiting for her in his car for, like, an hour. He did make reservations to a fancy restaurant, but since she was an hour late, they couldn't make it. So then he took her to the Cheesecake Factory and then when they got there, she was like, I'm not getting out the car. And she was, like, recording it, talking Crazy. about, I'm not getting out the car. Like, you are not taking me to G-State Factory. <laughs> and then he drove her ass home, which was way too nice. Because I would have been like, take an Uber. Take an Uber. Because this is crazy to me. Yeah. <laughs> you was late. And you have the audacity to be mad that I had a second location. An so hour late ass? is unacceptable. Yeah. Honestly, like. Drawling. I think that if it were me and I was going to take someone on a date and I'm waiting for that, like. I think I would have left, honestly. (laughs) Girl, we know you ain't got no patience. We know you jumping ship. Like, I think that I wouldn't even have said anything. And I would have waited for her ass to come outside to see that my car isn't there. (laughs) Like, nah, girl, what the fuck? You're not even like a strike three kind of person. You're, You're very, like... You're not one, not two, like three. You you're very like, your like strike you, one is your you strike three. You don't care about my time. Like, you don't respect my time. That's yeah. how that's how I see it. Like, what was the emergency that you're an hour late? What happened? What happened during your day that have has caused you to be an hour late? Even if there was an emergency, <laughs> though, it's like you still decided to come. So No, and then you don't want to get out the car to go to Cheesecake Factory? Who are you? A <laughs> fucking queen? Oh, my God. Like... That's Whatever. Not my business. Don't care. But the list was a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were taken to like, I've chis- had some prime dates in these places. Okay, okay. I think it really depends on a lot of things, right? Uh-huh. It depends on where you're from, how old are you, and mm-hmm. like just like 
what the date is. Like, are you guys friends? Are you trying to get to really know them? Are you guys just trying to have sex? Because I've had hookup, like, people who, like, I would, like, I don't care where we go. Like, this is just for us to eat and then do what we got to do and then that's it. Like, type shit. But, like... If you just hooking up, why you gotta have a pre? Like some, like let's just do what we. No, nah, like sometimes do. we would really be hungry and we were like friends, so it was like, uh, oh, let's get grab something to eat, and yeah. yeah, have some drinks, you know. I just feel like one somebody did say in those responses, um, it's the like it doesn't matter the place; it's all about the company that you keep, and yeah. I agree. Uh-huh. Like it's who you it's who you going out with, and my other argument was if. I am going on a date with somebody, especially if it's somebody you just meet in. I want to be in any public place I could possibly be. Um, but I just feel like if the date isn't going well and you, you know, are somewhere all fancy, high class or whatever. I mean, some people got no problem just leaving, but I'm yeah, right. fairly kind. Um, uh-huh. So I'm going to stick it out. But like, how do you like get out of those situations? Because now you, you come, you sit down for dinner and you don't even enjoy the company that you're having or you're like, this right. this date is tragic to you. Right. But a fucking dinner date is like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Depending on, you know, you got to yeah. wait on your food, order your food, wait on your server. Like, that's a lot. Bitch, why wouldn't you want to go to the, to get yeah. to coffee shop or on an ice cream date? You know, yeah. my inner child, I'm here for all the simple shit. Right. I'm down for a little, you know, park date coffee Mm -hmm. ice cream you know i'm in there i feel like it's like you have to be creative with it like Mm -hmm. i like like you said why take someone on a first date to a fancy restaurant if you don't even know how they're gonna act or like if you really fucking like with the vibe and like sometimes you don't talk enough on the phone to know how they're gonna be in person um I want to I want to feel and see the vibes. Right. Like, I don't want. But I feel like okay. So that was first date. But I feel like on the second date and things like that. Like I don't. I would like you to try a little harder. <laughs> like especially if you're from the city. Like there's so many restaurants in That's the true. city. Like and TikTok be telling you the spots. Like there's so many little restaurants that have like good food and not. I love these chain restaurants. We literally we were gonna go to Relapse the other day and the wait was crazy. But yeah. We went to Bahama Breeze, which I love. That wasn't on the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Um, but yeah, I would want someone to at least try though. So like try to impress me. So what would be like a like a no go date? Like, nah, that's not a date to me, or that's not a I mean you just don't approve of the location or wherever it is. I think it really depends on like what is it cuz like we could grab food from anywhere and like go on a walk and like you know like you have you could have multiple dates in one and then like it turns out to be like a fun day. I don't know why they multiple bust. dates in one. You gotta be careful with that though, because then it's like you don't you don't have options right. for a ne- next time later down the line. Yeah, that's for true. like the next date. That's you know? true. But I will say, not that I disapprove or like it's not gonna. I'm sorry. Maybe it's just you know at my big age, going to the movie theater to see a movie as a first date is not. Oh no, we already no go. We for already me. said that. We're that's like. You don't, you're not able to talk unless you're like going yeah. to the movies and like going to dinner, then going to the movies or something like that. Right. Um, but even then, sometimes that is also so long. Something about the movies though make me like makes me feel like it's an intimate. No, and then like, now, thing. 
or setting. Nowadays, so it's just so expensive. Yeah. Facts. Like, geez Louise, we gotta go on a <laughs> Tuesday or something. Because it's so, it gets so, like, you go into the movies and dinner, you mm-hmm. about to spend like $300. Yeah. Minimum. That's facts. Ooh, who got it like that? Whole lot, a whole lot. Yeah, that list was ridiculous. But this is like more like straight people problems. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm saying, Cause, like cause I said. guys are just, they don't be trying. Yeah, I don't. It had to it had to do with something like that because I feel like all the responses that we had mm-hmm. got on our IG story when we posted it were essentially all positive. Like I'm down, you know, I would do it, we do it. Yeah. But I also think that as females, we just know how to have a good time, and no, but we're also just very thoughtful. Yeah, that too. But I think like with guys is that they don't like you. You went on a date with a guy, but you had to go pick him up. So there like so you're things. already you're already going the extra mile. Now he gets in your car, smells like shit. <laughs> <laughs> like you feel me? So again, you're going the extra mile. No, and like, then like just how he was acting. Like let's say he would have been whatever, high, drunk, whatever, but he was like fun. I was cracking up the whole night. Then okay, mm-hmm. you didn't get no laugh out of me. Like I'm baffled by this. Like wow. Um. Yeah, and I don't know. I guess we both thought that it was going to be like old times because we mm, went to school together. That'll do it. And it definitely was not. <laughs> that's a salty thing. Yeah. All right, y'all. So that's it for our quickie and our update. Um, Again, we're trying to be more interactive. So every once in a while, if we have, you know, any, um, like anything we want to, get y'all thoughts on something we're gonna post like those questions on our instagram um stories so that way you know we're able to hear from you guys prior to us recording so that we can share your guys responses yeah so again that's the second time we've done that we did it last episode Mm -hmm. so you know if it keeps working we'll keep doing it so thank Mm -hmm. y'all for participating now for today's episode I wanted to talk about sex drives, like the difference in sex drives that we have, because I feel like um, a lot of, I feel like a lot of our family meeting, um, how do you say that? Questions? Yeah, have been um, very much so like, oh, I feel like me and my partner just aren't on the same level or that I'm, I have a lower sex drive than my partner or vice versa. Um, which is kind of a normal thing. Uh, it's just like anything. When you start something fresh, something new in the beginning of a relationship, everything's all like fun. You know, you're in that honeymoon stage. So obviously the sex is high and heavy mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, oof, you just like are infatuated with one another, can't keep your hands off each other type shit. Um, yeah. but you know, eventually that fades, you know? So with that, I feel like people get a little like scared that when that sexual intimacy fades, that that's kind of like the end to the relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I, you know, it's not that way. So to start, I want to talk about what causes um, different sex, dr- sex drives. Like, you know, you being the lower one, you being the higher one. So how often do you feel like your sex drive just isn't? like on the same level as your partner I guess so to say in your experience I feel like um 
when you're dating men, like they're always horny. Like literally anytime, it does not matter. Like you could be on your period. They don't care. I mean, most. Now, I'm not going to say all because I know how y'all get, but it's like <laughs> most guys just don't care. Yeah. Um, Because they're always ready to go. But I feel like with women, um, our sex drive isn't that high, number one. Number two, we like we obviously get our period once a month and then you're, you're like ovulating. And I feel like when you're the most horniest is like during your period. Do you feel like that? I won't you say I'm so? the most horniest, but I can say that like it does happen. Mm-hmm. Which is messy. Like who? <laughs> nah, like that. Who's having like um sex on their period for like like woman on woman? Yeah, I feel like somewhere I within that know. cycle, whether it's the very beginning or like towards the end, I would say like you know I get a little I get a little horny. Yeah, but I don't essentially think um it is annoying as hell Mm -hmm. um but it's not the i wouldn't say that that's like the only time Mm -hmm. um but what fun fact me and her never sync yeah never we've been together for three years and we still have yet to sync that's because my period i have i've talked about it before but i have endometriosis and i've been like on different meds for it so like It'll come on and off or like it was always some bullshit, you know? Yeah. So it's like too long never sometimes, safe. too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know the purple pads. That's what I be using, bro. And it's like changing it like all the time. It's, it's like a fucking quilt. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> think it's hell. I'm wearing a diaper, bro. It's like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Not well, fun. That that can be a little annoying um, and can be a fucking difference for us. Mm-hmm. But. Oh, shit. I'm touching shit. I also feel like lesbian sex takes so long Mm -hmm. that sometimes I'm like, it's like for people who like want to have sex every day and they're lesbian, like, how do y'all have the time? Truly. Like, how do do y'all have the time to go to work, have a long day at work, come home and cook and then like literally want to get into sex when it's like it takes so long? I feel like yeah and no. It does. So we can't we can't create that idea though because that then it just long? becomes so just it's it's giving stereotype. You don't think it's? I long? think I think no. I'm not saying that it doesn't. I think a it depends on the person. Uh-huh. It definitely depends on the person because everybody's different. Some have climaxes faster than others. Good for them. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm jealous, but um. I also think like what form of sex are we talking about? Because if you feel like I don't want to go the whole way, but what if I the know that way? there's a what quick the day, quick way. What is the whole way? Babe, what is a whole way? I, no, like I give I'm this is a legit question. I feel like for for me and my experience, it's like, okay, well, if we're gonna go for an hour well, again, that's different because of our body types, like mm-hmm. the way we are, but it's just like a I'm going to please you. And then it just mm-hmm. pleases me, the fact that I pleased you. Oh, we okay. didn't go both ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't please for please. It was just, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. So but I, I think feel that's, like the way it should be, should be please for please, no? I mean, yeah, it can be. <laughs> uh-huh. But I don't think that it has to be this scenario all the time. All the time, yeah. I know. So I think like right there is like, a, oh, all right. And guess yeah. what? We got Rosie on our side. That cuts down half the fucking play right there. 
Actually, that cuts down the whole fucking game. Like, so <laughs> why aren't we at this point? Yeah, you're tired. I'm about to make you even more tired. We're going to go to sleep happy. Like, <laughs> what are we really talking about? We're always talking about this rosy girl. I know, but that's really my bitch. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're a person who likes to go the whole way, yeah. by all means, so do your thing. My thing is with like using sex toys is that I love using them, but I don't want to get our body used to it. Because mm-hmm. we're not always going to have it. Right. Jesus Christ. Like, there's times where we're traveling and sometimes we forget we just don't pack it. Because we're taking carry-ons and like, you know, people be weird when the Then we got to go the whole way, baby. <laughs> Right, Put so aside that's what I'm saying, time. and yeah, and then that's when it takes obviously longer. But that's why I just don't want our bodies to get used to it. If that makes sense because I just feel like then it's not enough. Like it's not enough, especially how rosy, how strong Rosie is. Mm-hmm. Strong, mm-hmm. like Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely the lazy way, though. It's not, nah, but if y'all haven't tried it, y'all gotta try it. Yeah, and if you have a <laughs> A girlfriend that's like a touch me not, you should really like be like, please, like just let me try this on you to see, to see how. Then you gonna be real mad when she like touch me, please. Don't forget about me. (laughs) Don't get it fucked up. Hilarious. Nah. So back to the question at hand. My question was, do you feel like you're sometimes in a state where, um, your sexual drive isn't as high? Or maybe it's lower, whatever, higher. Whatever, I, I wouldn't partner. say that my sex drive is high. In general. In general, I wouldn't say it's okay, high. Why? Yeah. That's a good question. I really don't know. It, I mean, does it bother you that it's not? <laughs> I feel like it doesn't bother me, but I wish, sometimes I wish that I was more sexual. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it really has to do with we talked about this before, but there's like, I'm insecure about my body and I, I have been for a very long time, literally since I can remember, like even in high school. Um, and it's really hard to like feel sexy when you are like not confident in your body. Mm-hmm. And like, I've never dated anyone who's made me feel insecure. So I definitely don't want to put that out there i feel like the people that i've dated have been very kind and just very like i guess like make me feel comfortable Mm -hmm. but it's it's really like a me thing yeah why'd you say kind like that because i didn't know how else to say it like i don't know kind or like genuinely like because do you know. take it as them just being kind because they know that you're insecure about your body? Or do you think, like, they genuinely mean it? Like, I know that that's an insecurity for you, know. but I love your body. I don't know. Okay, well, I love your body. Oh. I'm not being kind. I'm not here to be kind. I'm here to be loving, and I love your body. So thank, thank you. you. <laughs> don't make me mad. Anyway, as you're saying. That's so it. So body, your 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 insecurity about your body is, mm-hmm. is one of your main Pretty much. I mean, it's like, it's like, I feel like, okay, so like, 
not everyone feels comfortable wearing a two piece in in the beach. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like that feeling where it's like, well, you know that you not that you have to do it, but it's like you want to do it. You want to go to the beach. You want to be. You want to get a tan, and you're gonna do it regardless. Yeah, because you're at the fucking beach. You're <laughs> what the fuck like we. This is what we came here for to get into the beach. Yeah, get into the water and whatever. It's like you're doing it, but it's not like I don't know. I can't. I'm trying to like find a way to like put it into words but you're not like out here i don't know doing the most mm-hmm. you're not out here flexing you're just like i'm here i don't know it's just like the the norm in that moment the norm. because it's like everybody's right. here for everyone's this. here like, like everybody's this. in a fucking two-piece so this is an appropriate time right and it's like with sex like what are you gonna do like keep your clothes on all the time <laughs> and like not not like not to be funny but when i did like when i was having Sex with guys where I wouldn't want to take my shirt off. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just make this quick. <laughs> and like, that's that's also not sexy because it's no. like, I mean, you know, there's some of us gays that keep our sports bra on. Y'all don't gotta do that. I feel like, you know, we don't have to. Yeah, I think I've got more comfortable with taking my sports bra off in the last few years, but I think I definitely was in a time frame where I was just like, yeah, um, I'm not taking my sports bra off because the last thing I need is my titties bouncing all around the place. But what's wrong with that? If that's like normal, it was just like, like, yeah, because I just feel like everything I feel like I also too sometimes fight with my like my little insecurities about my body. And that's because I'm already such a like big person. I'm already tall. Mm-hmm. I'm thick. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know. So well, and most times like I'm fluctuating in in weight. my weight. Mm-hmm. So um, like I'm not gonna lie. Right now I feel like I I feel like crap. I don't want to say I feel like crap, but I just don't feel my sexy self. Um, I'm feeling a little weighed down, if I must say. But why do you feel like that? Um, cause just, I feel like there's just been a lot of things happening and Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm, I'm trying to regain, you know, possession back into my fitness Mm -hmm. way. And it's just, I don't know. A lot of things are like getting in the way of that. I just feel like, um, but I think back to what I was saying was just like, I already feel insecure about my height wise and my weight. Sometimes, you know, that it's just like. I'm already bigger than the girls that I'm messing with. Yeah. Or like, you know, in, in other ways that it's just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It, it was just like a, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, the height thing. Yeah. I mean, are you still secure about that? No. No, I've learned to really embrace my height. Being yeah. taller or dating anyone taller than me or as tall as me. Yeah. Um, I definitely can't go that short anymore. <laughs> Yeah, um, people are always shocked that, like, I'm tall. But yeah. when they see us in person, they're like, oh, my God, you guys are both really tall. But yeah. um, in high school, I really hated being tall. Same. Like, it was like people would, like, I hated high school, number one. Like, school, <laughs> like kids are just so mean. Like, they will make fun of you for anything. Anything. Any, any little thing. thing. So I would make, I would get made fun of that. Um, I would get made fun of for my height. And, like, it was hard because dating as a tall girl like there was not a lot of tall guys nope so we was like really like meeting like face to face at this point there was no like 
we was like the same height. And you just got to work with I've it. even dated guys that were probably like a little bit shorter than me. Mm. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Like, the tall guys were always, for some reason, like big they, players. And, and like they every, love the short girls. And they love the short girls and everybody wanted them. And I'm like, I don't want somebody who everybody wants. Like, And they were just cocky. Like, ugh. <laughs> cocky. Um, and they were like usually like the basketball players and things like that. And I don't know. Something about it was just giving fuckboy. Ick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it definitely has to do with um like I think your libido, is that how you say it? Yeah. Um AKA your sex drive. Your sex drive has to do with like a lot of things. Like mm-hmm. with like your mental health. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a big one. Um like your confidence, like just how I'm saying, like just not being confident in your body. Yeah. Um the meds that you're taking. I can't tell you the last time I wasn't on meds. Probably like in high school. When I was like 15 in high school. Yeah, she takes but all I've, types of medication. I've been on meds for like my whole life. So like sometimes I do want to just stop everything. But then I'm like scared that I'm like going to, you know. Feel- it certainly affects in like both ways. When you're mm-hmm. on it for so long and then you stop. Or like you know, you start a new one, or you stop and and then start again. Mm-hmm. Um, this might be TMI. I don't know. I took birth control before, and, and how was that? And for me, so growing up, I wasn't um taken on trips to the gyno. You know, um, I really hadn't seen an OBGYN until I was about twenty three. Um, it's crazy. I don't know. I think you're supposed like, to go when you're like 21 or when you start having sex. Yeah. But I feel like in, in my household, it wasn't taught to be like, oh, you know, <laughs> essentially, you know, you're for at least for me, it was just like, yeah, girl, don't even think about sex. Don't even think about a boyfriend. Don't think about none of that. Like I it was really, very restrictive. I really, I really hate that because it's like when you don't talk about it, it makes people more curious. Yeah. One, if you don't have older sisters, who can you talk to? Like your friends who are literally your same age. Yeah. And like, luckily I have, I had an older sister, but, um, my mom was the same way. Like, oh, there's like no sex, no boyfriend, no yeah. nothing. So like, I will have to go out of my way to like go to the doctor by myself. And like, yeah, no, my parents don't speak English. So like, it was like, I was very just independent. But it was like, this is how you get STIs and shit. And yeah. this is how you get pregnant because your parents don't talk to you about it. But I feel like that was the thing. It was just like, don't have sex. You can't have a boyfriend. I'll beat your ass because if you end up pregnant, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> and that was what it was. And that, guess what? That was scary enough for me. You didn't have to tell me about UTIs and STDs and, you know. No, nah, like- I remember the la- the first time I had a UTI, I was stressed. And I had sex my sister because uh, what was she going to think? That I was having sex when I really wasn't. But I'm like, what's going on that I feel like I have to pee every two seconds? And like, it, re- it really is like very frustrating. And when I go pee, I barely pee. And it yeah. feels, and then she was telling me it was like a UTI. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. So I feel like um, not only like, is it just like a, a scare tactic to be like, nah, because then if you get comfortable with that shit, you know. Mm-hmm. you kind of know what, the how birth to, control? like just um no like just mm-hmm. like the whole OBGYN thing period but my mom was like you know I don't know it, it just wasn't a thing and I'm the only girl out of three boys in the house so like you said who the fuck I'm gonna talk to who do I like whatever so mm-hmm. for me I just stood out of things I was not the risk taker um 
But eventually, you know, around that age, well, I went to the OBGYN for the first time, got checked and all cool, whatever. Um, And then eventually I tried birth control, which is crazy because it's such a normal thing for female to take birth control, not only, you know, for sex, but like to regulate their period. And And I remember girls telling me that, but I was like, you know, um, I'm not a person who's on medication for anything. So it's like, why start now type shit. But when I started it, I don't know what it was. Um, one, it's hard as fuck to keep, you know, t- like to remember to take it. That's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, how are you remembering? See, I would remember for like two, three days and then I'd forget one day and then I'd be like, so. And, that, then, you, and then you got to take two and then it's just like. A that already day. was like off. I can't do that. Like <laughs> keeping up, not for me. You should have got the shot. No. I, ne- I never I'm did. I'm glad I, I didn't did because that. essentially something. So I wasn't having like immediate, um, how you say that? I don't know. Something, something felt off mm-hmm. in the mix of me taking it. I didn't take it that long. I might've taken it for a month. Um, and I was like, done. I'm over with it. I don't want to know more. Don't re don't re-prescribe me. No, I'm good. But something just fell off. Like I just felt like, I don't know. And it wasn't like my behavior was different. I I wasn't physically showing who, any difference. Who told you to start taking birth control? That guy? That's not for this this con- okay. podcast. Um, I cho- <laughs> no, I chose to take it. Okay, it was my decision to take it. It was never a conversation between me or anybody else. Mm-hmm. At this point, I had already crossed the threshold to be an adult and get checked. Now I'm looking into things, mm-hmm. you know. So I did that, and thank God I didn't do the shot because eventually I stopped taking the pills because mm-hmm. i was just like no like i'm just not it's mm-hmm. it's not giving comfortable it's not giving normal for me it's just not so i just stood off of it um but yeah as you were saying i forget what were you saying before that well you brought up the birth oh control. well that's what i'm saying like with medication it's like it really just throws you off and i mean i commend the girls who it works for and i understand it in the sense of like it helping your cramps. your, your mm-hmm. cramps and like your cycle um but I just couldn't kick it. Um, but there's, as she, there's so many pros and so many cons. Yeah. But as she was saying, like things that shift that that sex drive are, you know, medications, whatever you're taking medication for. You mentioned mood. Um, your mental health. Mental health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the way you view your body, as she said, you know, how do you view yourself? If you're not comfortable with yourself, comfortable in your skin, obviously that's going to be an inhibitor to make you feel comfortable enough to want to, you know, have that sexual intimacy, um, with anybody or your partner. Um, if you're having issues with your partner, whether that being, you know, um, communication issues, not being pleased, you know, the having, you know, tension in between the two, uh, the lack of intimacy outside of sex, um, that could be an inhibitor and throw off your, your sex drive. Cause now you're just like, I have all these things with my partner that I'm just not feeling it, I'm not feeling it right now. I don't want to yeah. be in that vulnerable state with them. If we're like, we got shit going on. Um, obviously your physical health, which, you know, the amount of sleep you're getting, your diet, your exercise. I feel my greatest and my sexiest when, like I said, I'm in my, I'm yeah. in my fit zone, you know, yeah. I'm in the, the body weight and category. Like I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. And that's when I feel my sexiest. So mm-hmm. it's not right now. Um, 
age, hormone plays a part and affects your um, sex drive, trauma, any trauma that you've um, experienced. And uh, for women, menopause, mm-hmm. pregnancy, breastfeeding, um, UTIs, as she said, and sexual compatibility. There's so many things that play a you know, a part in affecting your sex drive, which goes to say is that it's normal. It's going to happen. Life period happens. So there's, that doesn't just get in the way with us as females. It's just people in general, you know, it happens in straight, um, relationships. relationships. It happens in all relationships. And you said women, what did you say earlier? Something about women normally don't have the high sex drive. Yeah. Yeah. Like like that guys, are always ready. Always yeah, I feel like guys are always ready for like on-site spontaneous sex. Mm-hmm. And there are women like that too. There are plenty of women who are, you know, who can like just, it's a physical thing for them. Like mm-hmm. they could just flip a switch and be like, all right, bet I'm ready. Yeah. Um, But I also feel like there's a good half of women who aren't. And it doesn't mean that your sex drive is low. It just means that you have a different way of receiving like you know that that sexual desire which leads me into my next point there are two types of sexual desires did you know that do you want to guess just tell me i kind of just told you two ways yes no say well i'm gonna tell you so the first one is spontaneous desire okay all right, so the first one is spontaneous desire, which means uh, that you're experiencing desire prior to sexual intimacy being initiated. So it says that people with spontaneous desire do not require as much intimacy or affection leading up to sexual activity. They value unplanned, impulsive sexual advances towards them. They like inviting them into the shower with you, uh, caressing their genitalia, their genitalia, while watching TV or a quickie over lunch break. It's not abnormal to be aroused easily and feel yourself often wanting to engage in sexual activity with your partner. So again, that's spontaneous desire. The second one is responsive desire. It says experiencing desire after sexual intimacy has been initiated. People with responsive desire need more affection and sensual touch leading up to engaging in sexual activity to help put their mind and body to ease to feel the desire. This could include long hugs, cuddling cuddling on the couch, rubbing their back, or taking a shower together. It is normal for someone with responsive desire to not feel desire until after several minutes of foreplay. So like some people need foreplay and some people don't. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Mm. Yes. So which one do you feel like you identify with? I think I need foreplay. (laughs) It's not even just like, I mean, I guess because like, what is that? What is the definition of foreplay for you? I don't know. A lot of things. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Like I need like, I need to slow it down before you go like right into it. Yeah. You can't just, you gotta... (laughs) Yeah, like you gotta you gotta oil me up, baby. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But like, do you feel like you you're able to go with both, or like you essentially just need that one way? I would prefer it. I would prefer it for sure. You would prefer what? Like the responsive. Mm -hmm. Okay. Responsive. That's what it's called. Yeah, responsive. Responsive and then spontaneous. Spontaneous. Yeah. Um, Which spontaneous is just it in all its words, and I think that we often think that it's 
it's the I feel like for most people, it's ideal to think like spontaneous is the top way of sex. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's because we've been shown that on television time and time and time again, you know? And it's just like, now you're old enough to realize like, bitch, it is not like that. (laughs) Same thing like with porn. It it shows so many unrealistic things from the way, you know, our bodies look to the way like it all, you know, sex actually takes place. Mm -hmm. Um, So... So I feel like, you know, spontaneous is just everybody's idea, but it's like, it's not like that at all. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be spontaneous, although we like it to be. You can be the type of person that's like, I need you to put a little bit more effort. Like, yeah. And I'm here for that. I would say that, I would say sometimes I can be spontaneous, mm-hmm. um, but I would say for the most part, it's definitely responsive. Yeah. But it takes like the simplest thing from like, you know, just a touch, a little kiss. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I'm ready to rock. It's not all that deep. Have you ever dated someone where you guys just didn't have like sexual connection or attraction? Chemistry? Yeah, chemistry. Because I feel like sometimes when we get questions from like listeners regarding their sex life and how like they're not happy with it or whatever the case is. I just feel like sometimes there's people who really you really don't connect with sexually. Yeah. Like I've I've had a couple where I'm just like this is just not working for me. I don't know what it is. It's just not. I've I've dated people, you know, well, I've dated a person who was absolutely attractive. I fucked with him, but for the first time I felt like I was in a space where I didn't have that sexual chemistry with them. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a me thing. I didn't. I just thought it was a me thing. I was like, I don't. And I think at the time it was just like I was basing comparisons. And I think that that could really fuck you up when you're comparing when you're comparing one person to the last person. Oh, OK. Um. So I think like I was very guilty of that. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that sometimes you just don't have sexual compatibility or the, the sexual chemistry with somebody. And that's OK. Yeah. But it's like. It was to the point where it was like. I was almost forcing it, mm-hmm. you know, the first time I told myself, no, I think, you know, it's not going to work. And then I was like, you know what? I really didn't try. Let me try again. And then I, I came to the realization like, nah, there's just, there's nothing wrong with them and there's nothing wrong with you. You just don't have that chemistry mm. and that's okay. What do you think it was? Like what was causing that friction of chemistry? Yeah. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. I was, I don't know. That's, that's the crazy part that was killing me is like, I know like we can all have our turn offs and whatever, but it was like, there was nothing essentially that she was doing. That was a turn off. If anything, she was down for all, all the shits, but I just don't know what it was that I just was not, I wasn't, it wasn't clicking for me. Yikes. Yeah. Shorty got mad. She was upset. She was just like, I don't get it. Like. We two fine shorties, like, we should be doing the damn thing, like, all the time. Oh. And I'm just like, I agree. I would love to, but I don't, I just, it's, there's no, there's nothing pushing me into it. Like, there's nothing, like, so it was what it was. Tragic. Very. So, ways to manage your mismatched or mixed match, I could never say that, uh, like, sex drive with your partner. Um, one is redefining what sex means to you 
And I think that that is 100% valid. Like, again, we have the idea of like sex needs to be this way. It needs to be penetration or it won't count. Like that's, that's bullshit. Um, so sitting down and understanding that. And I feel like in order to understand that one, you need to be in a state where like you're, you know, you're comfortable with yourself. I just feel like when you're practicing with yourself or, you know, you're able to tell somebody else, which is actually, I kind of went ahead because it's a thing right here. Mm -hmm. But expanding your definition of sex and leaning into other activities might bring you relief and pleasure. It can be whatever drives your sexual desire. For example, foreplay, toys, self-pleasing, together, making out, oral sex, etc. What do you think about like self-pleasing together? That's interesting. I've never done that. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Catching my my drift. I think it'll be fun. I do. I do. It mm. would be a grand old time. Um, cause you know, I'm here to watch. Yes. Let me stop. Anyway, um, number two is scheduling time for sex. Um, I feel like we've heard this time and time again. And at first we thought it was crazy, but then it made sense. Um, life gets in the way y'all, whether it being work for us, it's like work. Um, now that our so time are, yeah, so now work. that our like schedules are in sync together, it's just like, all right, we really don't have time. And it's like, after work, you got to come home and deal with responsibilities and things. And for us, we have an added responsibility and that's the podcast. So a lot of things can get in the way and interfere with, you know, having that sexy time with one another. So, you know, taking the time to schedule. And people uh, have kids. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that part people is really the kids. part though. The kids. Um, but setting aside that time allows you guys to like, not only like prepare, but to, to know what to expect, you know, you've set the time, you know, like, okay, what are the steps I need to take for me to get in the mood just so it's, you know, we can get into it or like, what do I, you know, kind of know ahead of time of like what it is that's going to put you in that mood. So Mm -hmm. that way, if you know, you want to do it yourself or allow your partner to like, know, what avenues to take you know mm-hmm. number three is masturbation mm-hmm. i don't want to say that too loud <laughs> um self-pleasing solo sex it says self-pleasure allows you to relieve your cravings without depending on another person to do it for you facts yeah i feel like why not just do it like it's like i feel like if you are sexually frustrated masturbate what's the drama I think like people feel like, or at least from like outside looking in, I feel like it's kind of been shamed upon in a way. It's like, why? And it's like, oh, first of all, we know guys do it and it's never like, you know, it's just like whatever, that's what they do. But when women do it, it's just like, what? Yeah, I know. But I just feel like some people take it to offense too because there's like they're like oh well why do you have to do your do it yourself like why you didn't use me or or if you do it after you just had sex (laughs) that's hilarious though (laughs) but it's like i don't know it is what it is i'm down to watch and i'm down to you know that's hilarious let you do what you do Mm -hmm. how many times would you say you do how many times do i masturbate yeah that's an interesting question (laughs) (laughs) i mean but do you I feel like I have without you. You have or you do? I have. Okay. But now you're here, so it's, like, not a problem. Because JoJo used to work overnight, y'all. 
<laughs> so nighttime is your mood. Yeah. That's when it kicks in? Yeah, for okay. sure. Good to know. I'm over her. <laughs> <laughs> um, number four is reflect and honor your needs. No one should go the rest of their lives without sex if they want, if they want it. And no one should feel forced to have sex if they don't. And that's very big true. Facts. Um, I feel like we're always in a position to where we're guilt tripping people. Oh, we don't have sex. Da, da, da. And it's just like, if they don't want to have sex, they don't have to have sex. That's why you go and masturbate. That don't mean go and cheat. God bless. But we have to be, you know, you got to talk about it. And I think that that's one of the things we're always saying too. Not only aside from like dealing with issues and conflicts together, but you have to talk about, you got to talk about sex. Like, mm-hmm. and that's really the most top, you know, problem I feel like couples have. And it's because they don't talk about it. They don't know how to talk about it. They don't know how to be comfortable with talking about it. And I'm guilty. I I don't relate everything. And it's a work in progress. And that's it. That's all I got for our... Oh, very cute. <laughs> what? Very cute me. No, I mean, I hope that it resonated with some people, for sure. Yeah. It's always going to be a thing. I think like you're never going to be, you're always going to have your highs, you're always going to have your lows. And I think that this is a really, really big topic for people who are in long-term relationships mm-hmm. or have been in it for a while. Because again, we all have our times where we're really involved with each other and there's times where we're disconnected. Um, So it's just knowing that that's normal and that there are ways to go about getting you back to where you want to be and connected with your partner. Um, so don't give up. I agree. I agree. All right. We're going to get into the family meeting. I only had one question. I didn't, I couldn't find another one. What do you mean? Like I was, I was, I was already doing too much. Okay. Then I'll get get the other one. I'll read this one and you just find the other one. Mm -hmm. All right. So family meeting numero uno. You like what I did there? Yeah. (laughs) hey i really want help on this topic i don't feel comfortable talking about this with my friends but i need advice advice badly i have been in a relationship for two years and this girl had been the best girlfriend i could ever ask for in a partner except one thing i'm very open in the bedroom to trying new things just so i can explore and i want to explore all this with her especially being newly out i came out when we first started dating and I would love to try a strap in our sex life. However, she feels as though girls who use it aren't gay and she just isn't for it for those reasons. How am I able to express to her what I want to try in our sex life or should I even express it? Wow. Well, first of all, uh, do you feel like strap? in a lesbian relationship or woman-on-woman relationship is giving not gay i think more people use straps than what we think Think. yeah yeah i agree i think a lot like i feel like a lot of lesbian couples use straps i I think we we we're not one of them but we've talked about possibly doing it i'm about to say Um, we're not we're not one of them not because we don't want to be i think we just haven't reached those limits and which is crazy because i'm not saying it's crazy to me but a lot of people be like what y'all been together for that long and haven't i just don't care for it 
yeah. But I think like it, the idea that that can really fuck with you is the fact that you're associating it with the idea of it being a male form of men- uh, penetration. Yeah, and it's not. It, it happens in women's sex. Period. You know, it's up to you whether or not you like penetration. That's a different story. But yeah. to imply that, oh, I don't want to do that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. That's a little. I think like it's okay if she doesn't want to like have the strap being used on her. Right. But she should be okay, willing to want to please her partner. Yeah, with like trying it with her partner and giving giving it a shot. So it definitely just comes down to communication once again. Yeah. Like, if you want to try something, I feel like you guys should try it. Yeah, I mean, for some people, it's not a comfortable thing. I guess to like have something dangling, you know, amongst you. <laughs> Um, but you don't have to use a strap to the point where like it's harnessed, you yeah. know, you can use, I don't know. There's so many ways to use a strap without it being the way you think it can be used, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, that's just, I don't know. I think that it's just kind of crazy cause it just makes it sound like, Oh, like penetration shouldn't be a thing period. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. It's gonna play, you know, right. fingers or no fingers. Like. <laughs> This is also like another similar one to our story. I've been with my wife for 10 years and married for six. While we were dating, our sex life was lit at least two to three times a week. Since we've been married, it's drastically dwindled. Now we are down to one time a month and it seems like we are heading into special occasions only. Time of special occasions only time of situation. I've spoken to my partner about this several times, but nothing changes. Everything else in our marriage is amazing. Just missing the physical, which to me is the most important part. It's my love language. What can I do to get us back to where we where we were? Such a long time. Ten years. Can you move this box from behind you? Oh, you could see it. Yeah, now you can see it because now it's pushed down. It's not <laughs> just up. Down. That's tragic. I want. I don't want to say. Okay, so I don't want to say that that's tragic because I don't want it to sound like oh, it doesn't. It's not a normal thing. It doesn't happen to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you know we get into moments like that, but it sucks, especially because you've already voiced your concern. Concern, yeah. Like, listen, mm-hmm. can we do it a little bit more? Like, I don't know. Um, again, I feel like when you hear things, like when when your partner does bring concerns to you, it can be a little how you say that? Like, not uncomfortable, but it comes off just a little like, oh, all right, so I'm not doing enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. She's got to be willing, open to, like, be receiving of your concerns the same way she would want that to be vice versa, you know? Right. Reciprocated and shit. I feel like we're guilty of occasional, mm-hmm. but I don't know. What's too much for you? Or what's too little for you? She said two to three times a week, and I thought that was a lot. You think that that's a lot? Yeah. Okay. What then? So then, what's your range? Like a one? Yeah, like a one is fine. Weekly, monthly? No, like weekly. She okay. said two to three times a week, mm-hmm. which I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, but it's just like everyone has different levels of like sexual desire, so yeah. We're all different. I That's think okay. that if you're if you're if you're getting it the way that you want, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. or like you're being pleased in ways that you want to be pleased or comfortable with, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, I do want it two to three times a week. You think so? Yeah. And I think that that all comes into play with the type of knowing the type of desires. Mm-hmm. Are you spontaneous? Are you responsive? What is it that you like? What turns you on? What sexually pleases you? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I think like when you're, yeah, you're going to want it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I really truly have no advice. Especially since they were they they've been together for ten years. They're married for yeah. Six. That's what I'm saying. That's like rough. I, I feel like it's always in that time frame of like we've been together from you know that five to twenty years or something. Especially like that ten to fifteen. Really, mm-hmm. it's like we got time in, and it's just like at that point, I feel like it's kind of the expectation that it's gonna drag or like it's gonna be low. The sex isn't gonna be there, but it's just like it don't you know have mm-hmm. to be like that. Right. Oof, that's a rough comeback though. I guess you gotta start taking on, you know, taking it on yourself. Are you telling her to masturbate? Yeah, if you got to find, I guess, find ways. It sucks because it, sometimes it's like it's not the same. You want right. that from your person. Mm-hmm. I was just I gonna don't say know. that, but maybe again, it could be just your your. I'm not saying like I don't want to tell you to be to lessen the way that you want to be pleased, like you know. Um, giving things up if you like we were saying earlier if sex to you is going the full way then it's going the full way but if you can find another way that might be pleasing to you that could maybe you know spark that interest in your wife wanting to have that intimacy with you then yeah try it i mean i don't know i'm no sex therapist y'all that's what i'm saying i feel like they they have they have therapy for for this specific thing yeah so I would recommend that, honestly. Yeah. Yep. Like they have like couple, regular couples therapy and then they have like sex therapy. I don't know if that's what you call it or intimacy, something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's all different types of sex Intim- therapy, intimacy, intimacy coach, um, yeah. all these things. There's a person that we follow, a uh, mm-hmm. queer, she's a queer therapist. I mm-hmm. wish I remembered her name, but we'll, we'll probably tag her later. But, um, you know, we're not sponsored by <laughs> these people right now, but educated. We've done sponsorships with them. And honestly, the more that we were involved with them and we're looking at some of their um their videos. Yeah, yeah. their videos, their their lessons and stuff, they give you a lot of insight. So check them out. Yeah. But like your partner has to be open to that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But that's it, y'all. That's all I got for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope we were able to you know, give you some insight, taught you something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Goose, goose, mother goose.